Welcome back to another volume of Truly Disturbing Tales from Reddit. Today we're going to be narrating three new and settling stories, taken directly from the platform. I encourage you all to sit back, grab a snack, and enjoy these terrifying personal accounts. Now, without any further delay, let's jump right in. This all began about a month ago, when a man started banging on my door at about 6 p.m., yelling for Mike to come out, that he needs to see him and get his cigarettes. But there's no Mike that lives here. I told the man that, that he had the wrong house, and that he needed to leave. But then he got even more aggressive, calling me a liar, and how he was going to come in and beat that skinny bitch you live with. I tried to call the non-emergency police line, but wouldn't you know, nobody picked up. Looking back now, it was stupid that I didn't just call 911, but it was instinct. And after some more yelling, the man just picks up and leaves. I called my father who was across town to come home, and I shared with him what had been going on when he showed up. He called 911 to file a report then. The guy came back and started screaming at my father. Cops were called once more, showed up an hour after the call, and couldn't find him. They told me to defend myself if it came to it. I ended up staying with a friend for the night because I just didn't feel safe at home. I can be a strong person, but I don't think I can do much against a drugged out man. What made that situation even scarier to me is that as I was going through my driveway camera photos, it shows him walking up to my house hours before, and I hadn't the slightest clue that he had been there. I have really bad anxiety, so the next few days were filled with paranoia and stress. But I managed to finally calm down and convince myself that that was the end of it. Come that weekend, my father went on a trip with his girlfriend, so I was left alone for a couple of days. I had just put on a scary movie when I heard that same screaming again, accompanied by a loud bang. I pull up my camera, and I see that the man is back, pacing back and forth on the sidewalk, and he's thrown over our trash can, once again, screaming for Mike. I call 911, and they show up within minutes this time, and are able to stop him down the street. They tell me there's nothing that can really be done, since he hasn't committed a crime, but if he comes back, to call again, and they'll have more than enough reason to hold him. Things were quiet for a few weeks. I again believed that that was the end of it. That is, until today. This morning, my father and I got into an argument, so I wanted to take a walk to clear my mind. I went across the street to a park, sat by a tree, watching cars pass every now and then. Just beautiful morning weather. I noticed a truck drive down the left side of the park and turned to the street my back is facing. The man driving the truck waved as he passed, so I did too, thinking it was just a man going to work. It seemed like a simple enough human interaction. This man then pulls off onto the right side of the park, stops, and makes a U-turn to come back. This is about the point where red flags go off in my head, so I get up and begin walking home. I look back and see that he's turned off his headlights and is now trailing me. I get to the front of my house, and he slows down. I get a better look at his face this time, 
and it looks like the man that was harassing me. From the physical characteristics to his red baseball cap, he just glared at me like I took everything in his life away from him. I get to the door and try to barge in, but my father had deadbolted the door out of anger of me walking out, so I had to yell to him that I was being followed and to open the door. By the time he opens it, the truck was gone down the street. I'm absolutely terrified to leave my home now. I don't have a car to get anywhere quickly. I have to bike, but even now I'm scared to do that. I don't know who this man is or what his intentions were. But in the few hours since this has elapsed, I've seen him drive by my house several times. Same truck, slowing down to a crawl every time he passes. I've called the cops, but they've said that they can't arrest anybody for simply driving down a street. Not at this point, anyway. So now I'm left waiting, paranoid as to what this man's next move is. I'm not naive enough to think that this is over now. I know it's only a matter of time before he pops back up. Whatever's next, I don't know. A few weeks ago, I had to fly out to a small town I'd never been to in order to look for a place to live. I'm moving there in the fall to start grad school. My boyfriend flew with me, and before the trip, I researched all sorts of apartments on Craigslist and set up a bunch of appointments with landlords. Our first appointment was in the afternoon, in this sort of remote residential area. The landlord sounded fine over email and asked me to call him an hour before the appointment to confirm that I was coming. I called, but no answer. So my boyfriend and I started walking to the house and just hoped that he would show up. Maybe ten minutes before the appointment, the landlord called me back. Are you coming? He asked. He sounded like an older man, had this strange, slow way of talking, but I just thought that he was old. Yeah, we're in front of the house now. He got extremely upset in an instant. We? Oh yeah, my boyfriend's with me. You never said you had a boyfriend. You never said that. It had never crossed my mind to have to tell him this information. Since my boyfriend would not be coming to live with me, he was just helping me look for apartments on the trip. I told the man so, and after a very long pause, he said, I'm sorry, it's just, sometimes people don't tell me when they're married, and it surprises me. I'll see you soon. Then he hung up. I told my boyfriend about what the man had said, and he was immediately weirded out. He wanted to leave but there were slim pickings in terms of real estate at this point. So I, stupidly, said that we had to stay in case this place was the place. As we're discussing it, we see a man leave the house we're going to view. The man was young, extremely sketchy looking, greasy hair, furtive eyes. He took one look at us and ran out of the house to his car, pulled away from the curb with a screech. Okay. So now we're really weirded out, but this isn't enough for us to bail just yet. And as we look at each other wondering what to do, that's when the landlord arrives. He's in his 50s, maybe 60s, very tall, very strong looking. His eyes are completely blank and empty of warmth or emotion. He slowly walks up to us and says, I'd shake your hands, but mine are dirty. 
What from? was the question my boyfriend asks. Work, was his flat reply. He asks us a lot of questions. Well, asks me a lot of questions, completely ignoring my boyfriend. The entire time he stares into my eyes without blinking. What am I going to school for? What other places am I considering for living? Is my boyfriend moving to this town too? I try to give answers that are as vague as possible. Meanwhile, my boyfriend asks the landlord questions of the same kind, which he plain refuses to answer. Then he says, apropos of nothing, let me show you the basement. At this point, I know that we should have noped out of there, but we didn't. I kept thinking that this was an eccentric old man from a small town, we're city folk after all, and that we were just feeling paranoid. My boyfriend, on the other hand, wanted out, but he followed us as the man led us to the back of the house, away from the street, to this sort of detached shed. He opened the door, and we saw that there were stairs, leading down into utter darkness. He flipped the switch at the top of the stairs, and the light didn't come on. Normally the response for this is, oh shit, the light's out, or something like that. But he just said, hmm, and slowly walked down into the darkness. Then he stood there, without moving, in the dark, and said, aren't you coming down? Well, there's nothing to see if the light's out, says my boyfriend. The landlord just stands there for a long time, then slowly walks back up the stairs and closes the basement door without saying a word. He took us into the house. Weird and increasingly creepy things then ensued. The front door, which was the only exit to the house, locked automatically. And when my boyfriend tried to fiddle with it, the man got really upset and told him to leave it alone. He managed to get it open secretly, though. The man kept trying to box us into small rooms, and, according to my boyfriend, kept reaching his hands into his pockets, only to take them away when he caught us looking. On Craigslist and in person, the man claimed that there was a grad student already living in the house, but the evidence of that seemed arranged. There were neat piles of generic textbooks on the table, but no other things a twenty-something might read. There was a bowl of fruit on the table, but no other food in the fridge or pantry, or utensils. There were maybe three t-shirts in the closet. This supposed grad student wasn't out of town, but the landlord couldn't say what school he went to, or how long he'd been renting the house. Finally, the man had showed us every single room in the house, save for one. This one he refused to open, claiming it was just the attic, and we didn't need to see anything up there. He gave us several reasons as to why when we inquired. It was unfinished. There was furniture up there. It would smell bad. The last one, I believed. Because standing near the door, it smelled absolutely terrible. Finally, we made our excuses and bolted out of there. The man walked us out, pretended to go to his car to leave, and when he thought we had turned the corner, he slowly sauntered back into the house. My boyfriend, fixated on the idea that there was something wrong with this guy, googled the man that night. We found out three things. That he was a pillar of the community, known by a lot of the townspeople. That there was no evidence of him owning or managing a real estate company, as he had claimed on Craigslist. And that he had listed his home address as the very house we had been touring. 
the house where the grad student lived. Still don't know what was going on there. Still don't know what to make of it. But this is one of the most chilling experiences I've ever had. On Craigslist or in real life. I hope this story belongs here. I currently live in an RV in my mom's driveway. My town is just larger than small, and it's relatively safe for all intents and purposes. Lots of rich people, doctors, lawyers live here, so it's kept very nice and crime is relatively low. I never expected something to happen to me, but tonight I met a man, and he was a reminder to me to always lock my door. Sometimes I forget to lock it, even while sleeping. And it's never been a big deal to me because my town is pretty safe. But I'll be locking my door every time I come in now. It was about 2am. I took my garbage outside to the bin. When I turned around, I noticed a figure in the dark walking towards me. I started to quickly walk away. But then he spoke. He was a short man, probably in his 50s or 60s. I'm a 23-year-old female. He started talking to me about my living in the RV, and I took charge of the conversation to shut it down quickly. He told me what house he lived in and his name. He was being polite, but very creepy. I'm sure nearly every woman gets what I mean. That older man kind of creepy, and too polite because you're a pretty young woman. He told me I should come by his house sometime, and I'm like, mm, yeah, Sure, maybe one day. Have a good night, though. And I walked back to my RV, locked the door. I figured that he would have left, but he didn't. I don't have a curtain on my window right now, and I could hear him pacing outside that window while mumbling to himself. I was just hiding, but I wanted to lock the door by my bed as well. It doesn't open at all, but I decided to lock it regardless. I got up, and looked outside, and he was staring right at me. He was waving his hand at me to get my attention, walking right up to my window, and acting so very erratic. Pretty much a complete 180 from the man that I had just met. He watched me lock my door and window, and soon after that, he left my view. I felt like he was still there, though. Five or so minutes pass, and then he's knocking at my RV door. I don't know if he tried to get in or not. It's just a flip handle, so I wouldn't hear it or anything. I just waited there for what felt like an hour before I grabbed a knife and made the mad dash across the driveway to my mom's house. I'm definitely getting a taser and another level of personal protection. I think he'd been standing across the street watching me, and there's no reason for him to have just been outside my RV at 2am. I think he's been watching me for a while as well. People shouldn't really know that I live in the RV. Walking down the street, that's not something that I take notice of. I've only even started to pay attention to RVs and driveways since I began living in one, and I still don't notice if people actually are living in them or not. Maybe I'm being naive, but it makes me wonder if he's been watching me this whole time, seeing that I live in the RV day after day. I don't go outside. I'm pretty much a homebody. So he'd have to have been staring into my RV to really even notice that someone was living in it. This terrifies me. I was so afraid of his intentions. 
He makes me realize that even though I'm in a safe town, I'm still a young woman. I'm a target on men's lists. It sucks this is our world. It sucks that there are men out there who are like this towards women. <laughs>